views, comments, and opinions of the following program do not necessarily reflect those of Morris Media Studios, MorrisMediaLive.com, or its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. There's no Lala Young. There's no Lala Young. But we do have our special guest, Mr. Kevin Shine. Yo, 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 yo. What's Welcome. up? <laughs> Thank y'all for having me. And who are you? Um, Lady D's. Are you sure? No. You don't seem sure either. Oh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and over here, Jay Wells. Jay Wells. How yeah. you doing, baby? I'm chilling, chilling. What's We're going to get into the defined um, introductions uh. very shortly. Okay, cool. But right now, we want to get <laughs> yeah. right into the heart of this thing. Uh-huh. No La La Young, so guess who's doing what's on everyone's lips? E. Missy K. In the building. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what's on everyone's lips? Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. Uh-oh. <laughs> Do you oh, guys know anything wow. about that? I seen the I seen some of the footage. It was funny because she didn't she start the fight and then she came <laughs> Cardi out. B? Yeah, she came out with the her dress was torn up. Uh-huh. She had a knot. Oh now that that was <laughs> That was, that they was, had a real. That was you know, you know the they had security, a, you know, had, so they had, they had, I was like, damn. You can't start no fight and then not in the New York. Uh, you you got to win week. that. <laughs> it's New York Fashion Week. They they battling. <laughs> so what had happened was Cardi B said that Nicki Minaj was questioning her parent skills publicly, but to me it was like a he say she say thing. Oh, you know, because it didn't. You know, Nicki didn't say it directly to Cardi. It's like I heard you said, and Cardi went left, and then you know she couldn't get to her. She threw a shoe at her. I think she thought she was Bush. <laughs> she threw a you shoe said that, right? and left. Yeah. Yeah. Not, you said that. Yeah. She got to. She got to get round two. Yeah. She got man. We she need gotta to catch set her fade. that up. Yeah, she need to uh-huh. catch the, a solid fade. 
Put it, put it, put it together. Yeah, okay. It, 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 sound, it seems like it's been boiling. I wish they would just boss up. Just yeah. gonna get that money and stop, hey. stop, stop, stop deducting. Uh, scandal and reality shows ain't the only way to make money. Absolutely. Say it again, executive hey, music I, executive Kevin Shine. I know one thing. It was it had me rolling when I seen it. I was like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah, they stopped banging on wax and stopped banging for real. Like Cardi, like you can get it for well, real. Well, she so she been she really been holding back. She really because you have a child. Don't mean your you mother. have class. Right. Yeah, she I'm really like, did. you're a mom. You got stuff to lose right? now. Never mind your career. You're going to be separated from your daughter. How you feel about that? No well, she was more right for culture. going for hers, but you got to, you know, have a good plan together. If you're yeah. going to cause a fight, you got to have, you got to be ready. Yeah, supposed to be ladies. You got to be ready. grown tail well, ladies. Some, it's going to be some fights. Well, you know, sometimes, but you got to <laughs> understand no, people. Ladies fight. Some, some people, <laughs> some people ain't never been through, you know, like Cardi come from that. She is, she going to try to keep it, you know, cool. But when it come out, it comes out. And so, you know, exactly. she, she never had that button push before. She ain't never had that, that button got, that's a serious, that mama button, it down, huh? that mama button, Hello. that's another button. It's, it really is. That's a that's whole a, nother that's a whole button. That's a whole Push so that <laughs> button, you, that's a whole nother button. You dang right. <laughs> it was the security that intervened. Of course it was. And gave her the knot. <laughs> damn. So my oh, she thing really is, got but Lady D, her number one song said says she gonna do what the who? Let's find out and see. So wow. you know she about that business. Wow. <laughs> oh, she about she the business. She can get it. She gonna no catch you. No, we gotta be ladies at all times. <laughs> catch my friends. This is gonna happen. Some wow. things are beneath, should be, be uh, beneath you. So, uh, I'm sorry. I agree. Uh -oh. I agree. So let's move on. Especially in the public. Mm. Let's move on. Mm -hmm. So my soapbox moment. <laughs> uh -oh. She is back. No, Lala, Lala gave us her topic. So I'm going with Lala. said, Lala started this. Just let me let y'all know she said that. She started this. <laughs> Lala said she want to talk about Serena Williams and Naomi Osaka. Oh my God. Let me tell you what my problem oh, is. Wow. Here wow. goes my soapbox. <laughs> so do you know what happened? I'm not, is that the one where she uh, said something to the uh, referee? Yes. Yeah. Yes, she yeah. was going back and Basically. forth with the officials, yeah. and they had to keep stopping the game, well, the match, you yeah. know, to address yeah. her issues and her going in. Thief. Thief. She said he. She felt like <laughs> like he robbed her. She right. said he's sexist. You Thief. know what I'm saying? This is my issue, though. Yeah. This is the U.S. Open. Okay. And you have Naomi. You know, someone who idolizes Serena, who all she wants to do is play is play tennis, and she wants to win or lose this match, right? Win or draw, exactly against Serena. Regardless, whether she win or lose, she's like, you know what? I played my idol. I played there. my hardest. Yeah, right. But she says she's going back and forth with the officials. She keeps stopping the game. You know, instead right. of her saying, you know what? We'll deal with this later. Right. Let's do this match. Let's get this. Let me beat this little girl and keep it pushing. You right. know. They gave Naomi the title. They, they gave, gave her, her a game. They okay. gave her the game. Now, right. for me, I'm competitive. I don't want that trophy. I cannot look at that trophy the same mm. as I would if I actually played Serena and won. I don't want right. a default trophy, especially not for something like the U.S. Open. Right. Yeah. So That's why she was if crying. If you look at the, the little, picture. The girl was crying. Yes. Yeah. And they were booing. They were booing. Yeah. Yes. Rightfully so. Naomi said mm. that she told her it's okay, don't be upset that they're booing or whatever. And so everybody, what's on everyone's lips is, mm. who do you think they were actually booing, Serena? 
No. Do you think that they were booing Naomi or do they think that they were booing you because of your behavior? Do you think that they were booing the officials because they felt like the cause was wrong? I would have been booing Serena because you could have tabled that. You know what? As a professional athlete, she's been around a long time. She knows the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that that was not the time in the middle of the game. Right. It's, it's disruptive. Yes. You know, it's just, it's a distraction to the other player. Right. You know, and it's it's not like maybe something that needs to be addressed, but time and, and place. Yes. Well, has she ever acted like that before? She. Um, I never. I never seen her like that. Me either. They are the officials are actually calling for a boycott against Serena. Because she's done this to other officials. So now there are officials oh, that are banding I, together. I disagree with that, though. They're banding together, and they do not want to officiate if she's playing. I disagree with that because oh, wow. I've seen many um, white male tennis players act worse. Yeah, McEnroe I agree. And I agree. that was never, McEnroe ever was brought notorious. up. So I disagree with that. I, I just say it's a system thing. And then I'm also going to throw something else out there. I just said it. That button got pushed again. That, you know, yeah, y'all, that, she's button. Still, that button, that mother button, yeah. she's still in mother mode. She's yeah. still in that emotional. She's still just getting over yeah. being a mom. She's still getting involved. She right. got some whole new emotions going yeah. on, y'all. And she's tired of the racism and all that, <laughs> that stuff. That mother mode. I is, agree. She's she, saying but she, sexism. But she's but saying, she, but she, not, she's she's saying sexism, not racism. She's had exactly. to deal with right. all that. Whether she called it by its name sexism. or not, she's had to deal with it all. Because right. that's yeah. a white people's sport. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, but mm. again, as a professional... I, I mean, time I, and place. I'm sorry. This ain't the first game you had where you had to deal with bad calls or whatever. You know, they're looking well, for you to do well, stuff. Was, they that, already got it out for you with your outfits and your this. You, yeah. You're giving them ammunition. That that call I thought was kind of excessive, though, because he actually, she was, you know, her her and her um, coach was, you know, just signaling or something. Mm-hmm. Saying, and he said that he was doing something that was, uh, you know, and he took a point. Mm-hmm. From her because of the communication, mm-hmm. right? And she like that's not. She said that's when she really kind of got, you know, because she like how you gonna take a point from me? Mm-hmm. I don't. He cheat. just, he just, yeah, I don't cheat. Like he's just, wait, right. you know, he's just doing something, signaling her. Like you know, it's like if I'm signaling Jay, and you know, yeah. and, and you like, what are y'all doing? He and he's like, don't yeah, say coaching. nothing, right? Coaching, you getting coaching from? <laughs> yeah, he thought she was. He was getting coaching. Yeah. I don't know if McEnroe has ever attacked the. Uh, the officials. Oh, he. he but I've like seen him act a plum fool. Yes. Right. On the court, okay. throwing his racket and I mean all. Uh, that's all, but that's excessive. She that's got excessive. her fines totaled up to about seventeen thousand dollars for that match for all the wow. all the texts that he gave her because she called him liars and all kinds of stuff. He she just went in, and wow. I mean if you if your fines if you can that's like a drop in the bucket calls, to her. It's like dudes. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's not the point. It's <laughs> not the a point. Good tax write off. <laughs> but again, some of this stuff we have to kind of rise above. You have to play. You have to learn how to play the game and pick your time perfectly mommy and deal with battles. it. Yeah, yeah, you do. My mama said choose your battles. You know, it's my mama, right? Well, and in and, 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 and the <laughs> middle of a match was not the time. Exactly. Well, I feel like if she never really went this hard, we gotta take into account what she's saying. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
right. Because she never went this hard where she was on the front of the paper. That's so right. it's something that she maybe that she's been dealing with mm-hmm. that she's fed right. up with. Okay. Well, I think we got to take it into consideration. We got to stand with Serena. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, let's talk about, totally now let's talk about Naomi. Let's talk about her. little but Naomi. I still say time well, and place. Let's talk <laughs> about little twenty-year-old Naomi though. What about her? And how she was affected by this. Right. Mm. It's not a boxing match that you can do a rematch <laughs> for. Yeah, it's the U.S. Open. Right. Right. Well, I mean, right is right and wrong well, is wrong. I'm sorry. I support Serena one thousand percent, but that she was still won. So she won. But how? That's, that's not, not a the win same to thing. Me. Yeah, but to me, it's that's not, not the a same win thing. is a win on no, the books. That's a lie. No. A lie. Uh, I, uh, uh, uh. Let's talk about this question uh, of the uh. day. My last question of the day is I forgot where I did with it. Something about compromising. Mm. <laughs> oh, she says, um, is it important for you to compromise in a relationship? Well, yeah. Mm. That's the question of the day. Yeah. That's a no-brainer for normal people. Yes. Right. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's what a relationship is all about. That's what life is about. Yes. But yes. see, some of the the compromising could be more on one side than mm-hmm. the other. But then that's when you need to kick rocks. Absolutely. You need to be Well, gone. I think some, that's how a lot of relationships are. You've got one person that's willing to compromise mm-hmm. a little bit more than the other person. Absolutely. And then that person's just kind of like, well, I love him or I love her, so I'm going to just go ahead with it. I'm going to tell you something. I'm in the process of reading a book. It's mm. called um, The Business of Love by Dr. Seth um, Francois. Mm. And um, his book correlates relationships with your love relationship and business right. and how they both coincide. Mm. And so I was telling my mm. mom that I have a situation at work right now mm. where situation. <laughs> it's me and my boss. Mm-hmm. And we disagree on something, right? Okay. And I'm willing to compromise mm. on the situation, but she is not. Right. It's the same thing in relationships. Like you said, you have somebody who is willing to compromise, and then you have someone that's not. Right. And when you have, when you, when that happens, you have conflict within the relationship. Right. There's animosity because both <laughs> parties have to compromise <laughs> right. in a relationship uh-huh. if there's a problem. Otherwise, right. I'm going to take it and I'm going to say, okay, no problem. I'm going to concede and then I'm going to have an attitude, right. you know, or whatever. Or I'm gonna, You're going to resent the I'm going to have so. resentment. Right. And it's the same thing, like I said, in business. It's the yeah. same thing in your love relationships. It's the same thing, yeah. at, you know, between a parent and a child. Mm. It's all in communication. That makes sense. And so compromising is extremely important. It's funny, J.M., you were talking earlier, and you know, you know when you made that statement you made about the business term, and you tell uh, your, 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 your boy tell you how you enter in business? Oh, the beginning is the end. Right. Uh-huh. And I think that kind of applies to that. Yeah, just, just <laughs> you know, how if you go into something, if it's the energy, if something is bad in the beginning of a relationship, it's probably could possibly end bad. Mm-hmm. Just like with the business, odds are that it will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. absolutely. And I and I agree with that because I think sometimes people uh, tilt the leverage points a little bit, depending on how bad they want somebody, uh-huh. and then they want to even it out later. And so when they don't get to compromise, then it turns into something else. Yeah. But my um, my, <laughs> uncle, <laughs> my uncle, he like he's seventy nine, and he told me he said you you got to get a woman that's willing to compromise a little more. Mm. You know, like the, you got to get a woman that love you a little bit more than you love her. Uh huh. What's the rationale behind that? Well, it's just like 
if you have a because woman... Because men always want to be right. <laughs> well, no. if you guys got a woman no. that's just so die hard for you, you got the type of woman that they're like, I don't care what he say. It ain't nothing he could do wrong. I love him. I'm going to be with him and stay with him. It ain't never like that on the other way around a lot of times. Well, it's but, rare that you'll find a man that's just going to put up with whatever the girl do, whatever she do. What's he talking about? It, that, I'll tell you. I'll that happened too. But, I'll but tell you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll that's tell why you I brought how. it up to spark some conversation. <laughs> <laughs> what you brought me here for? I'm going to let y'all have that. Man, I'm, 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 gonna, gonna, I'm not even going to say what say. I was going to say. Go. <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. What's the rebuttal? I can't believe that came out of his mouth. That's right. You know, this is not. It's really, it's not supposed to be shared. But why is it that the man can't have more love than the woman? Why does it always have to be the woman that has to go over the top and compromise and is taking the low road? And I'm gonna tell you why. Because women, because women, he agrees with it. All right, when you when you drive down Sunset Boulevard, right, you see, can I can I help yourself? Ass and titties. Uh huh. You don't see. They not advertising men. They advertising women. Is is they choose when a woman go out to. To the to the to the store, she uh-huh. go. A man trying to holler at you when you just go and get your nails. You you might not even got dressed uh-huh. today. He's hey girl, let me get your number. That's how the world works. Right. So you gotta have a woman is like really just the love the man because she leaving the house every day and somebody like she like shit. I can leave you any day. It's a millionaire <laughs> around the corner want to talk to me. So you see what I'm saying? I feel like. That's what. That's why that rule applies because the woman chooses at the end of the day. I'm gonna say this, and we're gonna go to our first break. Uh-oh. All right. Okay, Lady D's. Mm. When I went through marriage counseling, the preacher said that you're gonna have disagreements, mm-hmm. but ultimately, it's your husband who makes the final decision. Bingo. Bingo. So, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What else is there? And Don't I'm going to the break. <laughs> yeah, you Hold do that. Take us to the yeah, break. Yeah. Hurry up. That part. That part. <laughs> Uncle's right. That part. <laughs> Are you or someone you know looking to become a mortgage loan opera? Um, <laughs> I messed up already. Sorry, Trish. Are you or someone you know looking to become a mortgage loan originator or a real estate agent that would also like to originate loans for your clients? According to Indeed.com, the average salary salary of a loan originator in California ranges from approximately $68,000 per year for mortgage loan originators. But before you become a mortgage loan originator, you must complete the pre-licensing requirements and pass an exam. We offer these classes at our Bellflower office as well as online. Please call 800-991-6097, extension 1, for the schedule for upcoming classes. Use coupon code Loose Lips, L-O-O-S-E-L-I-S-P. Why am I so tongue-tied today? <laughs> L-O-O-S-E-L-I-P-S at checkout to save $25. And we will be running this ad again on the next segment because I really fudged up. Uh, <laughs> she made it. Poetess, <laughs> we're going to take our break. The worldwide famous DJ Gilly. Chilling on the block, party don't stop. Dancing in the street to the beat. Sitting on the stoop, drinking a 40. Side by side with the cutie. If you're from a city, you'll understand these summer nights. 
On the way to the club, perfect summer like what's up? Got my girls, I got my dream. Nothing on my mind today. New York, Miami, Atlanta, LA. Let's show them the way. Had a party. Summer nights, summer nights, summer nights. Party all night, sleep all day. Summer nights. And welcome back to the E. Missy K's Loose Lips Show. I'm your girl, E. Missy K. And um, we're about to get into Kissable Nights with Lady D. I don't even know if I want to with these two. You Especially already, you there. got them pretty hyped. Yeah. I don't think we've That's ever. Yeah. got me riled. I don't think we've ever had me and that got you that hyped in here. I got you hyped with, with my remarks. Oh, my goodness. It's a good thing I wrote my thoughts on my paper because I'm telling you, I would, I would be so rattled right now. Oh, my God. I mean, we come out the gate talking trash. <laughs> Jay Wells, uh, you got Lady oh, D's all turned up. I, I, I brought ratings with me. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, everyone, and uh, thanks for listening, tuning in. Tonight, we're going to talk about you took a piece of my heart. Ah. Mm. You took a piece of my heart. <laughs> we're going to get right to the heart of things of what can leave a woman emotionally devastated in or and after a relationship. Okay. Okay, so in this context, um, I'm assuming you never would have gotten into a relationship with a man in a relationship with a, with a man that you didn't like or didn't that you didn't that didn't care for you or came mm-hmm. out the gate mistreating you, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of you know they say usually when we get first get started with the representative shows up. Right. Right and then right. gradually the real person yeah. kind of mm-hmm. they start showing their true uh, colors. Uh-huh. But nowadays, <laughs> I mean, they come out the gate like they don't care anymore. No, they don't. I have to tell you about that one. Okay. Anyway, Ooh. and <laughs> that's called true story. Okay, so in this context, I'm assuming that um, you would have gotten you would not have gotten into a relationship with him if the relationship started out like this. His behavior transformed gradually over time while your self-esteem gradually lowered over the time. Mm. And now you can't believe you're in this spot. But every step of the way, you were quietly moving further down this path. It was gradual, so you didn't notice things were steadily getting worse. Maybe you blamed yourself. Maybe you tried to justify it in your own mind. 
women make excuses and attempt Whoa. to justify mm -hmm. and or minimize mm -hmm. what is clear as the nose on their face. I agree. Mm. Preach. So <laughs> So now so now you're um you're not staying in the relationship because it's good. You're not staying in a relationship because it's good. You're staying in because you're invested so much mm. um, into this relationship mm. and you feel like someone is taking something away from you, which is your heart. Whoa. Um, so you hang around trying to retrieve something that you never lost in the first place. You gave it away. statement. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we're we're different. <laughs> we're That's different. interesting. I stay you, around trying to retrieve something that I thought I loved. Right. Yeah. You, know you, you well, never had. Does that make sense? It yeah, does. because you, you stay in a bad it's relationship because you you know yes. how women they get in these bad relationships and then when it starts to go sour, I mean the the signs are there. There's signs of that, mm. but you ignore them because you think you can change this person. You think you can make them love you. You just need a little more time. You justify stuff that is crazy as crap, right? And then when they when they get fed up, because now they're starting you're starting to disrespect yourself, mm -hmm. okay, and acting crazy, and you can't expect a man to to respect you when you can't respect yourself, mm -hmm. you know. So you become distasteful to him, you mm. know, in the way you act and the way mm. you carry yourself. Because now you're coming desperate and stuff, because okay. you're hanging around and you're trying to, um, you feel like you've invested so much in this relationship. That um, you know, how women say when it goes bad. But I gave you my, I gave you the best I had. Yes. You know, I've invested all of my life in you, and blah blah. You know, it's always right. what mm. you've given, but you gave it freely. And oh, I was just about to say that. You know, nobody, nobody yeah. held like, a gun to you your head. There? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then they want to lose their mind mm -hmm. and they become devastated because you gave everything. You lost yourself trying to win somebody that wasn't even yours to win. Cause he was never really in it, mm -hmm. you know, and so he stayed until he get tired and get fed up, and you know, then they move on. Then you want to lose your mind. So what what we what we supposed to do, ladies, when we find ourselves in this position? Well, how do you prevent this? Because you said something that that stuck with me was, you you gave something away they, that you feel like you're trying to hold on to. Yeah, but you already gave it away. So you've how, already given away. How do okay. you avoid? I guess, you know, keeping your guards up. But not, but you still want someone to be able to get close to you. Correct. But you don't want them to hurt you. So right. how, how do you? And you and you can't really. Sometimes you really can't avoid even hurting. Right. It's, it's just that if somebody is coming in, you know, you you're living together and they're coming in all times of night. You know, that ain't right. Totally disrespecting you. That's that. You know, um, whenever the phone <laughs> rings, they going outside to talk on the phone. Whoa. You know. And, you know, all these different kind of things. And, you know, they have nothing good to say to you. Right. You know, um, they're just tearing your self-esteem totally down. And you, yeah. But you allow it. That's the thing. It doesn't have to be that way. Because, you know, men, women have more respect for a man mm. that will hang around and, and treat you like crap, right, mm. than the man who will realize that you're not for him in the beginning and leave. Right. You know what? I, I read this book. Mm. Look, I'm, I, I like some books. Some books catch my attention. There's this one book called Why Do Men Marry Bitches? Right. Oh, wow. Because guess what? A bitch ain't going to take that shit. Exactly. And that's what we have to do. We can't take stuff from men, right. you know, laying down just like, oh, whatever. Because if you take it, then he's going to, all right, cool. It continues. That's, it you like worse. it. If you like it, I love it kind of attitude. Mm -hmm. So my advice to a person like that is stop mm -hmm. ignoring your own red flags. Right. Mm. It's all up in here. Two fingers of the biscuit him before it even gets started. You know what? Right. I, I, 
But you, I mean, it's unacceptable behavior almost from day one. But it's That's never what I'm that saying. Almost from day one. It, it don't, yes, please. For but okay, well. It depends on the fun. woman's self-esteem. That's why I made the statement. Okay. You know, sometimes, you know, to protect you, you have to be that B. Right. And I, I'm, I can say, you know, I've been her. I've been that. I've been there. But I was her for a different reason, not right. for the reasons that Lady D's outlined. But I was her. I tried to stick it out in relationships that I knew from jump was not going to work. Right. But now, you know, I found myself where I'm stronger, more mature. Right. And so I recognize game from, from day one. And I'm like, you know what? It's something about your personality. Something about us just don't match. I'm going to let you do you and me be me. Right. And bye-bye. But a lot of times you will see you'll see that you Go can ahead. have like a really nice guy and he'll be, you know, great to the girl, but she won't like him. She'll mm-hmm. be like, she like this guy. And right. He, yeah. he treated her like he don't even damn near really not mm-hmm. even into her almost. Mm-hmm. So why is that? Why is it that if you ignore a woman, she like you more than it's if a you challenge. if you all, you know, hey, I wanna give you flowers tomorrow and the next day after a while she like, I threw those flowers away. You know Watch what I mean? This. You, you want to know why this show is called Loose Lips? Mm. I'm about to show you right now. Okay. Mm. Okay. This is my Loose Lips response to that. What's that? Dudes, if I ignore <laughs> your phone calls, your emails, text messages, DMs, more than likely I don't like you and you need to kick rocks. Why are you still going after somebody who don't want you? Exactly. In the first place. That right. works both ways. If you are right. a great guy, you feel like you're a great catch and you're all this and that, right. why are you still going after this heifer who ain't trying to give you the time of day? Exactly. But but the thing is is that you you can have a guy, right? And the girl will she might like him, like she hang out, she might hang out with him and yes. everything. But it may be this other guy that she really like and he don't really treat yeah, her. Yeah, cuz you're a weenie. He I don't, don't want to be with you. <laughs> but why? That's the adventure? question. Why why is, need why adventure? Is, why are women needs. like that? He, it's not, excitement. It's not, it's not women, it's that woman. That's it's not excitement. her type. That's not something that that attracts her. It's not something that turns her on. What I'm saying is the notion of like someone actually being mean to them. Okay. Like like you said. Did you did you not just hear my my public service announcement? These dudes are persistent. Uh huh. And they persistently put themselves in that position. You know, if she told you once, like you know what, we're just friends, or you're not my type. I'm not talking about that. You talking about the chase and not the guy not getting. What I'm talking about is like what she said. He coming in, he dogging her, but she's just like, I love this dude. But she could go be with this dude that she like. That mm-hmm. she's, he's well, that cool. like her, you said, right? That likes right. her. Right. So that's what I'm but saying. But she don't want him. Is that a psych? Because <laughs> he does not attract but is she's that not attracted a, to but, him. But she, what, is, what exactly is she attracted yeah, is to? That is that the she's attracted thing. to that jackass that she's with. I'm saying, but what is it about the jackass that she's attracted because to? Because he's a jackass. It's really not even about, it's not even about, the, it's not even about the jackass. It's about the person. It's about the woman and what's wrong with her that she would allow her. Herself it in is. a situation like that. It's right. not about exactly. the guy. It, it has nothing to do with him. Okay. Exactly. Okay, so so there's a saying in music, like, if it's a good record, I mean, if you say the word bitch in the record and you look at a woman and she go, then it's okay. <laughs> and no. some people, no, I mean, there is a record. Like, there's a mm-hmm. record in Chicago. We had, you, you know, it was a, it was a, a dance record, and, it, and the record was said, I beat that bitch with a bat. Oh, <laughs> and it was a popular record. What the hell out of town? Yeah, it's a popular. It's a popular record. And so what I'm saying to you is, if you 
If you if you see people address certain things a certain way and they get cussed, like how you know certain people don't like to use the word nigga. They think it's, right. you know, the same thing. You know, if you be around certain people and you say certain things to them or you treat them and you say, talk to them a certain type of way, they get offended or they get, you know, whatever. So it's no different than when you're in a relationship. If you, you know, you start, some people get comfortable with certain things and certain lifestyles and they think somebody, you know, if the guy ain't being aggressive or he ain't standing up for himself, then he must be weak or if, or if he's being too nice, then mm-hmm. he, like, he ain't really, you know, challenging me or I, I, I she like, you know, it's the adventure, you know, right. sometimes, you know, and it's sad. So but it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the challenge. Choice. Women want mm-hmm. the It's challenge. the adventure. Fellas, I think that women, hate, they need to leave, master leave it, themselves before they try to master a relationship. I agree. If you have strong women who are in control of themselves, they know who they are, they make their own money, they're doing their own thing, it's not about being so independent you don't need a man, but it's it's being in control and not having to have to have a man, hmm. right? So that means that you have, that gives you more choices. You can step back and you can be free to pick and choose what suits you and what clicks with you mm-hmm. as opposed to just falling for anything. But if you don't have a lot to bring to the table and somebody show you some interest... Mm-hmm. I, I personally think you know, what's sad is that a lot of these situations we're talking about, I guarantee you most of them is broken home relationships. Yeah. You know, like when you're not used to seeing a man in the house and you, or you ain't never really had a relationship coming up with a man and you don't really know what to expect from that man, then you can be easily, you know, derailed into thinking that this is the way it's supposed to be. Or if you grew up seeing your mom and your father fight, or is it just you the know, art I don't of have seduction? That testimony thing. <laughs> you know, or is it just the art of seduction? Some people get, Chase. some people become uh, immune to certain things. Yeah, we're gonna um, we're gonna table this conversation. You guys want to talk about this? Y'all need to comment below. But um, trying to shut me down. I have to. It's the time. You know, if I had more time, then we could do whatever you want. But it's structure. There's a process to this thing. Don't let me read you wrong. Gotta go to break, pay some bills. You heard me. Are you helping her? I just messed up on the last day. You just got out of the doghouse. Got hired in the back office. You know, to be on the team. So you know, we be catching up a little bit later. Anywho, we go into our break. I want to know Jay Wells. Yes. Um. So who are you, and how did you end up on our panel? I was actually walking down the street uh-huh. now, I'm a producer music producer you know music executive work with a lot of artists in the business you know what I mean Keisha Cole Snoop you know the list goes on um, worked with like Casey Veggies and some oh, of the new artists Johnson. like Nipsey Hussle and you know what I mean so just I put a lot a lot of deals together like distribution deals stuff like that Get on the mic every now and then too. Okay, all right. Bust, bust a flow. Me and Corrupt did a, a lot of music together, so I'm a West Coast native, so I'm here representing. You know what I mean? Okay. You know how I do it. Well, thank you for uh, <laughs> dropping Coast. in and representing. And yes. that irritated me. <laughs> um, I want you to tell the people they can find you right now. You're gonna stay with us, oh, but I want you to oh, tell okay. them. Okay, uh, Bonzi J Wells, B O N Z I J W E L L S. Okay. We're going to um, run that break back again. And uh, this is how Lady D's going to do it. No, she's not. Yes, she is. Mm-hmm. Would you say the devil is a lie? Yeah. Um, and Lady D's going to run that um, break back. And um, we're going to come back with um, Kevin Shine. Oh, boy.
I've never seen this before. <laughs> Why you want to put me on the spot? You're rotten to the core. <laughs> okay. Are you or someone you know looking to become a mortgage loan originator? Or are you a real estate agent that would also like to originate mortgages for your clients? According to Indeed.com, the average salary for a loan originator in California ranges from approximately 68000 per year for mortgage loan originators. But before you can become a mortgage loan originator, you must complete the pre-licensing requirements and pass an exam. We offer these classes here at our Bellflower office as well as online. Please call 800-991-9097, extension 1, for the schedule of upcoming classes. Again, that's 800-991-6097, extension 1. Use the coupon code Loose Lips L O S S E L I P S at checkout and save twenty five dollars. Twenty five dollars. <laughs> Let's take us into our break. We'll be right back. <laughs> the worldwide famous DJ Gilly. Baby, come here, a little bit closer. My touch make you for fire, hot like desert summer. You walking with the rollers, you so sensitive. Them other girls basic like black and white television. You and I know my love is the truth. Say what you want, I ain't afraid to be the To your toes, fucking the corruption. You've been used to working, doing, giving, wasting, loving. But I've been doing things to have you call me that woman. Second to no one. Baby, you gotta, you gotta know why. Baby, you gotta, you gotta know
and welcome back to the Emissy K's Loose Slip yeah, Show. Emissy yeah, yeah. K here. Yep. With my peeps. Yep. My entourage. Yep. yep. You know. Yep. We up yep. in here doing this thing. Yep. Without La La. Yep. <laughs> we miss you, La La. No, I do Going miss La La. Y'all put La La And Haley B. Yeah. Yes. Rams love you. Yeah. Mm. I, I feel like we so abandoned. We'll be down four in one day. Yeah. Y'all sorry. I'll tell you about yourselves in, the, in our chat group. Watch me. <laughs> no, but um, we have Kevin Shine. Yay, um, yay. Kevin is um, the man. I'm just a little person over here trying to stay next to all these great people on this panel. <laughs> no, Kevin, I um, brought you on because um, I, I, ended, I met you at an event and um, it was uh, 360 Raw. Right. Their lunch party. Right, and right. Um, you told me about your um, your organization, um, Writing Session of America. And I wanted the people, because we deal with a lot of artists, um, all types of artists, to be honest with you. Um, and I wanted them to, um, I want them to be a part of the organization. Right. So I want you to tell them exactly what is WSA. Uh, WSA Writing Sessions America. Um, you know, we, we, I just try to keep the of out of there, but you know, yeah. we, you know, but no, seriously, um, uh, writing says America was kind of, it's like, it's two things. It's, it's definitely about music as you know, but it's also about teaching people the art of collaboration from creating the song to protecting the song to putting the song out. And, you know, and a lot of that collaboration don't always happen with you having to bring people, hire people. Sometimes it could just be within your network and how you right. use your network and how you use each other. And now there's a lot of people that join our organizations, a membership-based organization. We're out of Nashville, L.A., New York, and Atlanta is our, our main base. But, you know, we have six other developing markets that we're working on. Mm -hmm. So we're like in 10 markets total. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, you know, everywhere I go, I mean, I do little things. Like I put people in real situations like I – there's boot camps that I do called pressure and pressure ain't nothing but people putting people through like real life situations because you know what we, we lost with the old record company system was yes. the filtering we don't filter out people and teach them right. so like filtering and 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 you know development I even had to change that word I don't even say development no more I just mm -hmm. say preparation okay so you know that's a new word that I use because a lot of artists don't like the word development they that's they kind of feel like they already developed yeah, they, yeah well, well the internet the internet came and everybody kind of had a chance had all the things they were looking for access to which was distribution um publishing whatever they they now directly they can go do it themselves right. people produce and, whole songs on their phones yeah you know and it, what the, <laughs> what's funny crazy. is is that you know i was running to artists and i talk to my people and writing sessions about this all the time a lot of people love to use the word independent i'd be right. like well a lot of y'all when they say independent that means either major label major company or independent company a lot of y'all just individuals right <laughs> 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 you know, right. you know y'all just y'all not really are independent, you know, because you're not really trying to function as a business right. or a company. And a lot of you don't really need that word. Is kind of like you know, I don't even really talk to, I don't really talk to my people about that word right away because I always talk to them about relationships first. Right. Because like it's just like me, it's you, know, who you know, me bringing Jay, you know, right. him coming with me. That's a relationship that we right. have. You know, we gonna figure out. If something makes sense and money is, you know, is has to be put on the table, of course we gonna. It, that's the business part, right. you know, and and you know when to turn that on. You right. but don't wear it. Like at the while, it starts to get, you know, right. out of control. 
And business takes over creative. Right. So if you, and, and my, my thing to creatives is if you haven't got a, a great record, then you shouldn't even be thinking about business. You should stay creative. Right. And stay making music. Like a lot of things like cataloging music. I, I, I look at the Internet now and it's sad when you see so much uh, intellectual property, you know, being mis- misused and thrown out on the Internet. Like the Internet is an ocean. Right. So now everybody don't understand you competing against a million records. Yes. Not not like a, it ain't like you had a record label and it's four artists. You're, it's a whole lot of catalog and they're not doing nothing. You, you can't tell me everybody's copywriting it. They're doing everything they supposed to do to protect themselves. So they, because they're all they're being told is you're gonna get famous. You gotta right. keep flooding the internet right. with product. You gotta, and now we don't even say records no more. We say content. Yeah. <laughs> the word, the new word, the word is content. So right. now you're you're creating content, and most of these, uh, these sound clouds, all this stuff is websites. Right. And I always tell people, how you gonna blow up somebody else's website? You ain't even got your own. Hello, somebody. <laughs> you know, you know. Hello. So that like little things like that, that's true. Uh, like you could be making like that's your company. That's and, true. Like you know, y'all gotta understand people like Prince and, and and George Michael fought over two things: name and likeness, and intellectual property. Yes. Because you know these were two very important things. Like you gotta be able to understand. Like before you even run a company, that's supposed to be your company. Right. Like Hold running up. your publishing company is supposed to be your first company. Like that's mm-hmm. supposed to be protecting your. You know what? That's your your retirement. Hold and, on. So you, okay, you, you give us a whole lot of information. You give people a whole lot of food. But the you have a lot of people out there that are like, who is this? Like, who are you? Give well, them your background so they well, know that you're not just spitting. Okay, well, um, first of all, I um, you know, I used to teach music business at Columbia College. Um, I, I left Columbia with a 70% success ratio and getting student jobs and internships in the music business. And one of the stories I always tell that goes along with the Columbia story is people don't know that literally Kanye's career was created through me. Yes. Um, and that was kind of what happened was is that I put Kanye um, he's like a little brother to me. I was actually in the credits of College Dropout. I put him on a panel with a gentleman named Hip Hop. Uh-huh. At the time, nobody knew who Hip Hop was. Um, and Rockefeller wasn't even a main, a big label at that time. A good mm-hmm. friend of mine was a publicist, and she asked me to put him on a panel. Mm-hmm. On that same panel, I had no ID. And in that same room, and my keynote speaker was Big John Platt. Mm-hmm. So when you go back and you look at Kanye's career, everybody I just told you was responsible for this guy's career. Yeah. Big John Platt was his publisher. And hip hop was his manager, and no ID kind of led him and in, and in, in influenced him and in, in was his mentor. Right. So all those were the guys who created him. And so shout to John Manat. <laughs> well, John later. John came right. later. John came later. You know, once Kanye had kind of went to New York and he had started to kind of figure out who he was. John was always like the guy in our city who was like the puffy guy. Okay. He was puffy. He threw the parties. He did all of that. And, you know, he was very attractive. It was very right. attractive to get with him because John was always the person who kept himself in the know. Right. So, you, you know, and that's how that's how Kanye met Don C, who eventually became his manager. But anyway, getting back to, uh, you know, I ended up leaving um, uh, Chicago after I worked at that. Mm-hmm. And I ended up going, you know, coming to Atlanta. And I ended up working with... Um, R. Kelly on his Grammy-nominated album as an a and under Wayne Williams. Um, then I got another Grammy nomination working with Luda on the Hollow record. And then I also worked with Kim Burrell on a project where I actually was a and in her project, I and I and Nesby. 
Um, I worked with Jill Scott at Hidden Beach before she got her, you know, a Grammy. I was part of that company. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so I've worked with Universal. I work with Jive. You know, I've been doing this for quite a long time, and I've helped quite a few people. And even with writing sessions, I'm proud to say a gentleman named Vincent Berry who wrote Sandcastles for uh, Beyonce was part of writing sessions. I'm proud to say a guy named Two Clark and co-signed on the beat, which is the interns. I put them together. They're right. writing sessions. I'm proud to say a guy named Eric Campbell recently just won a Stella Award and an Image Award for his work on Greenleaf as a part of writing sessions right. America. So, you know, these are things where we're creating wins for people to win and understand how this works. And it starts with just, like I said, with the product and teaching them the proper way to, to protect their product. Right. What's that old? Huh? <laughs> around the block. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been, I've been here for a minute. Wow, I've been here for a minute. Wow. I've been here for a minute. And, I, and, and a lot of my homies, I help. A lot of people I help make money. I didn't ever want the money from them. I just, right. I did it. I learned a lot helping a lot of people make money in this game. Because I think the thing that people don't understand is, like, I, I made a lot of mistakes trying to learn. And yeah. I didn't have no mentor. That's what you So mean. there was a gentleman named Ernie Singleton, who at the time was president of MCA Records, who became my mentor. And I remember one time him being on a um, in a situation where he was around um, Jamie Foster Brown and some other people, and there was a very popular person in Chicago who I don't say his name, who who said a lot of very bad things about me. Mm -hmm. And Ernie said, you know, all I see is a kid that wants some direction, and I'm a, I'm gonna give him the direction. And I'm gonna help him. And he told me he told me when he told me that on the phone what he went through on my behalf. I never had nobody do that, so it kind of. I kind of was like a Niagara Falls on the other right. side of the phone because I just felt like, man, this is incredible. This dude stood up for me. And he said at the end of the call, he said, I gave it to you. You got to give it to somebody else. That's right That's in Sessions America. And That's with right. that said, right. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and talk about an event that you're bringing to L.A. Yeah. that um, we're very excited to be a part of. So yeah. we'll be right back after this break. Right.
Slip show. Um, we are. We've been interviewing Kevin Shine, executive yeah. music executive. Yep, yep. Everything. <laughs> you guys got a mouthful. I told y'all. Y'all got friends that are in music industry. They need Man. to tune in tonight. Um, all I can do is, you know, give y'all the food. It's up to you to eat it. Um, so we're gonna. Uh, we have an event coming up. Yes. Uh, November the 1st to the 4th, uh, the Unplugged Music Experience. This is our first year bringing it to L.A. Uh, we've been in Atlanta for the last five years. We always start our event out with um, a red carpet event. We call it the Icon Awards. We honor people who have uh, achieved excellence in music as well as uh, active in the community. Love it. Um, and then we go into our work day, which is during the daytimes. Um, I try to create you know, I, I've done a lot of conferences and stuff like that. So I always kind of think about, like, you know, what kind of, you know, environment I want to create. And I want to create an environment where I really I'm, I'm tired of us, like, looking at this like someone else is going to get us where we're going. Right. I think, like, I think we should be thinking about how we're going to leverage our own sales now. Um, it's no longer it, it, all these companies and everybody. I mean, you could get a deal now. It's so many ways to push music now, yeah. you know, from advertising, to, you know, to Internet. You know, it's, it's so many different ways right. you can you can shop your music. I, I just want people to understand the value of their, their uh, intellectual property. Okay. Um, understand that, you know, learn the value of building your company. Right. Learn the value of becoming the money and stop chasing the money. Mm. Right. You know, it's like I see a lot of people like waiting on somebody to give them a deal, and I and 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 what they don't realize is that's they're not giving you a deal. They they're loaning you some money, mm -hmm. right. and if you know if your intention isn't to pay them back, 
then you're already a bad business person. Absolutely. So, you know, why are you taking money? You know, like Jay-Z didn't take $250 million from Rock Live Nation and go, ha-ha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. No, he took it and went and made them some money right. and built. That's how you built your credit. Right. That's how you built your business. That's how you built yourself. So during the daytime, we have workshops. Uh, we have panels um, that where they can come in, and they, we call it the work day. Okay. And then in the evening, we we know we call it a night on the town. We allow artists to perform, uh, but you have to be a part of our membership or you have to be a part of the conference in order to perform. Right. And we don't let people pay to perform because we believe in quality control. We want right. to make sure we know that quality content is being you know displayed because. Right. Our goal is to see how people get, you know, get put on and get right. opportunities or use this to work with each other and, you know, put out good content. So, you know, we do that for two days and then we close it out with, uh, you know, what we call a family gathering. We give everybody a chance to come back to the table, talk and share their, you know, their experience with each other right. and talk about, you know, what they what they took from the conference and what they, you know. So we create a really family cool. atmosphere. Right. And, you know, and everybody gets a real chance to, uh, you know, it, it ain't no VIP with us. Like, right. we don't do the VIP thing. And you, you're also looking for um, sponsors for some students, right? Well, yeah, now, yeah that's real. That's important. Like, you know, um, right now, um, we last year we did, we came up with this program called Celebrating the Pursuit to Excellence. And what we did was we went to two colleges and a high school. Mm -hmm. And I went in this high school because I also work with the TV show, The Four. Um, as I've been working with the show for the last two seasons. Um, I helped find Evie, who won the first season. And, you know, and so um, when I went into school, I went in and I was talking about the four, and, and I had these kids come up and just audition. This girl came up, and, like, when I walked in, I first of all, I was blown away. I ain't never seen no whole gymnasium for right. me. It's like, literally, a whole gymnasium of kids in there to just watch me talk. And, <laughs> and this girl came out, and she did this poem and tore the room down. Uh -huh. So what I did was I took the poem, and I put her in the in a, in a song. This girl uh, named Tin did this record called Power. Uh -huh. So I had her open it up with the poem. The the poem was so amazing, and they it's just like you'd have thought they had rehearsed it. Wow. It looks it was in the, it, it. She got a standing ovation, and yeah. then we had a couple of college students perform, and they got some standing ovations. So what I'm gonna do be doing is I'm probably gonna team up with my people from the four. I'm going to get my brother, Lawrence, and all of them involved, and we're going to go find, instead of 20 students this year, we're going to find 40 students. And out of those 40 students, three of them are going to get to perform at a red carpet event That's at the up. Icon Awards. So, good you job. guys, um, keep watching stuff. our website, watch our Facebook, Please. watch our Instagram. We're going to continuously post information from now to November. We want to thank everybody yeah. for tuning in today to the MCK's Loose Lips Show. Thank you Man. very much, good Kevin Shine, for feeding us today. Lady D's and, uh, of course, Jay Wells had to step <laughs> <Thank> out. <laughs> but we want to thank you guys. Um, and make sure, even after we're done, share the feed because this is meat that somebody needs. Um, Definitely. And go to Writing um, Sessions America on IG. And inbox me if you have any questions, anything. Go to Writing Sessions America on IG or Everywhere. Instagram, and go Kevin Kevin uh, Writing Kevin Shine W S A A T L on Facebook. That's right. And thank you, Morris Media, Kevin N um, Nelson, and MBIN. And we love you guys. Thank you so much. Two fingers in the biscuit. We up out of here. Do, do, do.
Come on.